Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, current events, local world news, and trending. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada, and welcome to the show. I am live in Brussels, Ontario, Canada, poolside. So come on out and join me. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me this Friday evening at 10 p.m. I am live in Brussels, Ontario, Canada. I am from London, Ontario. And I'm down here visiting some family. Had a little swim this afternoon. Sun was shining. 28 Celsius. And for those out there who don't understand Celsius, we were in the high 80s, probably close to the 90s with the humidity today. So I want to talk a little bit out here about this online learning challenges for the kids, high school students, even university students of the challenges that they have been facing um, over the last uh, year in a bit um, with the uh, shutdowns of classrooms, the closures of businesses. And not only are these challenges difficult for kids, we also have to look at the single parent and that single parent may have to be working from home and they also have that challenge to make sure that their kids are scheduled and that they're online and of course they also have their job to do and a little bit on how to overcome these challenges of online learning. But I want to say I hope everybody um, so far um, you had a good week. You had a safe week out there and that you were out there enjoying the weather especially here across Southern Ontario where we have had nothing but a heat wave going on. Now, the question here is, are you facing any challenges with this online learning? The expansion of the internet and the accessibility that has led to the on the online demand. Now the government Ontario um, 
you know, they, they, they went out and, and they helped a lot of families out there who otherwise wouldn't be able to have um, an iPad, um, a laptop, um, internet. And, uh, you know, over the past year and a bit, the government, you know, they, they obviously had stepped up and, and, and got this all provided um, for these families. And obviously that was, that was part of the challenge. Now, you know, when it comes, when it comes to our little kids, you know, grades one, maybe up to grade, grade six. Children also with, with, with um, special needs because they needed that in-class instruction. Kids who have a problem paying attention in the classroom and now they have this challenge of being online and also trying to stay focused. This is on unprecedented times. Back in the day when I was growing up, there was no such thing or even heard of a pandemic. In class learning on a regular basis, there was no such thing as the internet cell phones, iPads. I always, you know, talk, when I come out here, you know, I always talk to people and, you know, I ask for your input. My call-ins are always available. And if you call in and talk to me, I ask that you be respectful. To join in a conversation, to interact with one another is very important. And that, of course, we always show respect. Now I have a couple little ones, couple couple grandchildren that you know they're in school, they're in grade school, grades one and grades five, or grade six. I'm sorry. And in grade one, the challenge for for some of these children, not only you know because you know they may be hyperactive they just want to play all the time and now especially when they're home you know when they can do other things the challenge is for the parents and I've, I've been on here before and we've talked about this the struggles and all the trials and tribulations that go along with it. 
and even parents that are together they have their jobs to do father goes to work because he's able to mother has a has the stay-at-home job the office job because she can't go to the office and like i said to make sure that the kids are online and paying around and not paying attention to the lessons And when it comes to their environment, we know the environment in schools are so much different than at home. The in-class learning compared to the online learning. Now they talk about here how to overcome the challenge. Nowadays, adaptive learning is using artificial intelligence to adjust the content according to the individual needs. It helps to providing personalized courses to identify their weakness and strengths for better learning outcomes. Well, better learning outcomes could this potentially be the way of the future for some maybe older kids grade eights going into high school college or university or even adult learning they could overcome these challenges easier than kids with learning problems, behavioral problems. The online learning challenges and the technical issues. Many students are not well equipped with high internet connection that is required for online learning. And they face the, prob the problems in going live, virtual learning, or other platforms required for the, inter the internet connection. Well, this is where the government came in to provide that. But if something goes wrong with the internet connection, Breakdown. I mean, we know about the internet connection because here live on my shows, we've had that problem. And even though my connection says that it is excellent, you know you've been on my show and you know that halfway through, there's a technical problem. Parents, kids when something goes wrong technically how are they going to correct it in the middle of a lesson of course when you get slow internet 
sometimes times that happens even when I'm at home. I get a poor connection. And that's the challenge. That's that that is the challenge of the internet. That is the challenge of, of the internet or or the you know the wire the wireless providers. Could be a cloudy night, a stormy night, anything at any point in time can go wrong with an internet connection. When it comes to the subject, blurred videos. Well, here on this podcast or any podcast, if you're not doing a video podcast. And you may even see, you know, seeing on on people who are doing video podcasts where they run into this difficulty. Now, how do we overcome any of these challenges? We need to find a high-speed internet. Here in Canada, it's generally Rogers, isn't it, Mike? Yeah, sometimes. We're out in the rural area here, and we're into Bell an ind- or an independent company. It doesn't have Rogers out here yet. And do you find the, the connection pretty good, pretty strong? Yeah, it seems to be. We've only been here about a week and a half now, so uh, the time will tell. Yeah. So that's the other thing with the government too. You know, they, you know, have to get to the right provider and Bell and Rogers here in Canada. I mean, they're, they're, they're uh, generally pretty good, you know? And, um, of course, you know, like myself, I'm computer illiterate. I'm 58 years old. Growing up, we didn't have this technology. And, and and growing up, and when the technology coming coming out, you know, late 70s, early 80s, I was ignoring it, thinking this is just a, a fad. It's going to go away. Computers are not going to happen. You know, there's, there's not going to be anything, you know, online internet nothing and lo and behold here we are in the 21st century and the technology is moving at the speed of light and the basic like i said the basic computers ms word powerpoint and whatever some technical issues emerge powerpoint i don't even know what that was Now, I understand PowerPoint to a degree. I understand how to to make up slides. MS Word. Typing out a letter. A couple years back, I had no idea how to do it. 
and still there's there's so much you know going on with a a laptop a computer held hand device like your cell phone whether it's a samsung iphone whatever the case may be you know the, the the phones are becoming faster than the computer in a laptop and all the technology that's on a cell phone how much of that are you going to use you're going to use you can use google you can google stuff on your cell phone you can do multitasking on your cell phone you can have different all kinds of apps on, on, on your cell phone open up at all at the same time while you're even having a conversation. And still, I have never, ever used the full potential on a cell phone. How about you, Mike? Not at all. Not at all. It's a lot of phone, texting, email. That's about the extent of it. A little bit of perusing some apps, but nowhere near what the kids do. The younger generation. Yeah, the 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 uh, younger generation. You know, the teenagers today. I mean, you know, they go through their phone, and we as older adults are thinking, you know, not even imagining imagining what is going on. With, with the, the uses of the cell phones with the kids today. Now, the other challenges that they're having is, is creating and submitting the work. Communicating with the teacher and friends. You know, it's like FaceTime. So you can see the other individual, they can see you, but the work has to be shared. So the teacher has to be able to share that work with the student. I don't know about anything about work sharing. Anything about, you know, it, 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 even for my grandson, if he, if he wanted to say, hey, you know what, I want to show you my work that I'm doing, well, he has to initiate it because he actually knows more about sharing the work so I can see his work, what he's doing. I wouldn't even know how to do it. And he's 11 years old. He's more, you know, stuff like that. I mean, he's more advanced, you know, in the program that I wouldn't be able to figure it out, figure it out. And the time, and the time management. Well, you know, kids, you know, when we all went to school, you started school at nine o'clock. You're done three thirty, quarter to four. You had your lunch break, your breaks in between. Now it's different being at home. Time management with the kids to be online 
from nine o'clock in the morning until three o'clock or three thirty in the afternoon. Yes, they get their fifteen minute breaks, they get their lunch break. Younger children, when lunch break when lunch break comes along and they're doing their online course to them, that's the end of the day. They've had enough. But if they were in school, that's different. They're with their friends. They're having their lunch together. Then they have their, their recess before going back into class again. But now they're at home. Some children, even when it's a 15-minute break in the morning time, to them, that's the end of their day. They don't want to log back in. They want to go and do other things. Because home learning is difficult to structure than it is to being in that classroom. Because they're at home. Home is their comfort zone. They can do other things. They can just walk away from it. And not even think twice about it but not in the classroom. Time management is the most important factor in online learning. It needs time and effort for better learning outcomes. And you should know the factors that can affect your timings during the learning process. Avoid distractions. Try to avoid distractions that can affect your learning. There are many platforms that can engage in your, your entertainment and communication. For older kids, well, maybe they want to chit-chat back and forth, texting, doing what they're going to do. Children, well, it's much different. <coughs> because they're at home and they can play with their toys. And while mom or dad is at home doing their work because they can't go to the office, they can't always be there to make sure that they're engaged in the lesson. Now for the parents, well, maybe we can create a, a to-do list. You can prepare a list of activities on an everyday basis. They could try to break down the large activities into smaller ones for better learning outcomes. Use the list to tackle each task. Make sure that you endure to the list. You don't fade away from it. You don't move away from it. Time management 
Even some adults struggle with time management. Sometimes that's just the way it is. You know, in the workplace. Because we know anything can happen in a workplace. Equipment breakdown, machinery breakdown. Time management even in the trucking industry. As a driver. I have so many hours to work. I have so many hours to drive. I have deliveries and pickups to do. Weather, traffic, wait times. It just messes the day up every single day. But at home, to create a do uh, to do list and stick into that list as parents and as adults getting that to do list to work with the kids can also also be a difficult task They say seek help to manage time during online learning. Seek, seek, seek help from your parents, friends, and families so that you will not miss out on learning. And at the same time, not all the work will be done. Well, everyday life happens. You wake up in the morning, everything is going to be running Smooth as a sewing machine. Well, I mean, if every day was perfect, I mean, that would just be fantastic, right? Everybody would get to work on time. Everybody would be able to do their job on time. Get all the tasks done. But life happens. So we can so we can have these to-do lists and we can have this time management and we're going to hope all this is going to intertwine with one another. The clock is ticking. Shit, the internet just went down. Now what do you do? Not much. Hope the internet comes back up again. Maybe have to reboot the computer. You have to reboot the laptop. Maybe it froze up for whatever reasons. We can talk about to-do lists. We can talk about time management. We can talk that we live in this fantasy world that everything is absolutely perfect. That it's going to run like a well-oiled machine. And we know that's not true. Maybe we live those fantasies in our dreams. 
maybe fantasize about everything just running like a well-oiled machine and there isn't going to be any hiccups along the way. And what about self-motivation? We got to get motivated, right? You got to take control of your day. You got to take control of what the tasks that you have to perform on a daily basis. Now we ask children to do the same thing, to be self-motivated. We ask our children today when they're sitting in front of that laptop or held hand device, or they're doing on learn on learn online learning, and they have to become self-motivated. How do you get a grade one up to grade six, maybe even up to grade eight? How do you get these kids to be self-motivated? And even as an adult, how do you get yourself to be self-motivated? When we talk about students losing hope once they find difficulty in online learning, it requires motivation to complete the task and engage in the learning with the lesson at hand. Motivation. I tell you, man, I mean, some mornings I got no motivation. Alarm goes off at 5.30 and I don't want to go to work. I got no motivation. But I got to get up and I got to do the task. <coughs> back in the day, <coughs> back in the day, being a kid, up early in the morning, jump out of bed, get the socks on the feet. Off to school to go. Probably a lot easier in those times, but not today. And then to talk about involving yourself, you should show up for all the activities and learning during the sessions. Well, I mean, even kids today, even in class learning, showing up and being involved in the sessions is difficult for some children. Appear in all the sessions and discussions. Connect with your friends and teachers for asking and sharing information. Kids find that difficulty today with this online learning. It's not like they're sitting in the classroom. Schedule and time for learning. You have to stick to a study plan for effective learning, take a break and resume back to learning with the same interest and enthusiasm. So you go for recess. Well, that's your backyard today. And they get motivated to come back into the house 
get back on that laptop, get the headphones on, and get engaged back in the lesson again is so much far different than being in that playground at school with your friends and going back into the classroom. Distractions. Well, you know, when we talk about, you know, at home things are different, for example, you might want to think about the parks, the playgrounds, canteens, friends, teachers around you to guide you to learn. But online learning, you have to manage everything in one room. The living room, the kitchen, the bedroom, the basement. Anything in those areas is going to be a distraction. You know, it's easy to talk about to overcome any challenges. Informing your parents and friends about the time of online learning so that there'll be no distractions from their side. So your friends can't be texting you while you're doing your online learning. Your parents, well, I mean, they're supposed to make sure that you are doing your online learning. So they're going to interrupt to see what you're doing. What is welcome to the show? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me. I am out here in Brussels, Ontario, Canada, poolside, outdoor in Mother Nature. Thank you for joining me. So I'm out here this evening, and we're talking about the challenges of online learning. Maybe yourself. You're doing this or maybe you know somebody and the challenges that they're facing today to deal with online learning. Now, just let you know that uh, my call-ins, they're always available. They're on your held, held, uh, your held uh, hand device. You clicked on that round circle and I'll be more than happy to talk to you live. If you want to message me, you're more than welcome to send a message and I will see it coming across my screen. And I thank you for joining me this evening. And the online learning challenges in the learning styles. Most of the students learned in the physical classroom, like we all have done growing up. Online learning can make you adapt to different styles of learning. There are some students who can adapt to these styles quickly, but what about the students who need time? In such cases, they lack the concentration, the inability to understand live classes. 
difficulty in creating projects and assignments using technology. Well, that's when we come into the full uses of a laptop, computer, cell phone, whatever the case may be. Distractions comes into play every time. Now, for myself, being an older adult, of course, when the technology started to come out in the late 70s into the early 80s, honestly, I thought it was going to be a fad. This would never last. Well, here we are today with all the technology at our fingertips. And with the online learning and the learning styles and how to overcome the challenges to get better learning outcomes, it is important to understand the learning styles. You can learn through interaction, visual presentations, audio classes, or written notes. You follow your own learning styles that helps to enhancing your learning experience. Well, how do we get kids to do this? First time experience for the kids today with this pandemic going on for the last year and a half. Schools not being in full time here in Ontario, Canada. This was our third lockdown and stay at home orders. Schools here in Ontario is the only, the only province here in Ontario where schools are not returning to in-class learning. The only province in Canada is not going back to school in class. This is already the 11th of June. And really, they only have maybe 10, 15 days left of school anyways, Monday through Friday. Doctors across this province, other healthcare professionals saying that schools should have been returning back at the beginning of the June because our case counts of COVID have been coming down dramatically. But our premier of Ontario decided that no, he's not comfortable of sending the kids back to in-class learning. And the online learning and the challenges in the communication. Students lack effective communication skills during online learning. Teachers give assignments for improving reading and writing skills, but there is a possibility they might not be able to write so convincingly that educators understand the concept behind their assignments. What does that even mean? Is it better for them to be up front of the, in that classroom and the kids are sitting behind their desk and all eyes are on the teacher?
due to the new model of learning, it might happen due to the lack of the, the interest, poor technological skills with apps, video calls are unable to express themselves via live chats, email, text messages. You know, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, you know, when it when it comes to that sort of thing, I have a problem with it. Emails, text messages, live chats. I mean, it took me a little bit to figure out FaceTime on Facebook. Here it's very simple doing a podcast because Podbean being my provider, they make it really simple. I decided to provide myself with the interface and the microphones and the headphones. Everything else takes care of itself. Now, when it comes to the live chats, emails, text messaging, and the challenges to overcome this, you should become aware of the importance of communication for better learning. Online learning enhances your learning experience. It provides a platform for communication and interaction with others. This is the way you're able to learn from them and improve your knowledge and skills. Well, wouldn't you think that'd even be better in the classroom when you're alive and you're in classroom with your classmates and friends and your teachers than sitting behind some technology? Unfortunately, I got to disagree with this statement. And then you seek help from the teacher and friends, ask them the tools that can help you improve your communication skills. You read, write, interact for better communication. And that's no other, the only better way of doing that is interact, interacting with one another, the human connection that we all been longing for since this pandemic has been going on. Human beings are social creatures. This is what we do. This is part of our survival. We cannot be sitting behind screens and learning English, math, writing, looking at a screen. We can't interact this way. We have to have that social ability to be in that classroom with other human beings. Online learning, in my opinion, is not the way of the future. Human beings may or may not be able to adapt. Not all human beings will be able to do that. 
the virtual engagement. Online classes help teachers to provide reading material, assignments, communications via emails. Well, why can't they do that in the classroom? Live chats or messages and delivering content, live sessions, presentations. Recorded videos or lectures for the students. So we'll do a recording, right? And then we'll just then we'll just put it out there and they log in and they find that recording and they they and then they read the lesson and they do the lesson. Maybe people out there can adapt to this. I'm not saying they can't. But what is a better way of learning? Of sitting in that classroom and that teacher up front teaching the lesson. Many times these students do not even approach teachers to clear their doubts. And you can communicate with teachers in private to clear doubts, even though virtual learning platforms or calls. Well, you can do that. <coughs> you can do that privately with your teacher after class. You can meet. What are you pointing at? You no. We have a guest on the show. The guest is sitting there listening to the program. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, if you want to have a comment to this listener on our show, you're more than welcome to text in and you're more than welcome to call in. Now, when it comes to this approach and the challenges, you could communicate with a teacher in private to clear the doubts. You can do that after class and, and students do it. And the online learning and the challenges and the feedbacks. Every student needs feedback from their performance during the learning process so that they can improve in their learning abilities. So how do you do this online during a lesson? You get better feedback when you're sitting in that chair in the classroom and the teacher is at the front of the classroom. You can raise your hands and you can ask that question. And the guidance for improvement and, and, and identify your weakness and strengths, you can improve on your learning pattern based on the feedback. Unless you receive feedback from teachers, there are chances for less improvement in your learning. Well, teachers have to give you the feedback. That's their job. And when it comes to the challenges faced by the teachers, as education is going online, many teachers and educators are, are being asked to teach their students from home. 
you know that all teachers are not aware of online learning and their process and most of them are into traditional classroom teaching that's what they went to school for to get up in front of people kids adults teenagers Teachers were taught in a classroom. Teachers were not taught to be to teach online. They didn't take online courses to be a teacher. And it's difficult for them to change their way of teaching. Proper online training should be given to the teachers before teaching students. And you know what? They were thrown right into it. The pandemic threw them right into it. Teachers from decades on and decades ago, teachers have been doing it for 20 years. Teachers have been doing it for 30 years. Now, all of a sudden, they're just throwing right into online learning, online teaching. And should they have gotten proper online training, should they have, have given this to the teachers before teaching students? Well, who knew a pandemic was going to happen? There is a saying for every problem. There is a solution. So let us not only see the challenges, but also find solutions to overcome them. Online learning challenges engaging students from the traditional classrooms and how do we keep them engaged? And the online learning challenges, the time commitment. How are you going to make your time throughout the day? What are you going to do to make this work? And it is still difficult to convert those learnings into effective online format. Teachers should be given some time for proper planning of the content and methods to deliver to the students. Teachers are not able to deliver the effective content in time. It is said that teachers take time, more time in teaching online than face-to-face. Than -face. And the communication. The more detailed, the easier to communicate to the students. Sometimes teachers are not given enough time for the preparation of the content for their students. It's also, there are students who avoid communication with teachers during online learning. Online teaching is like communicating without body language. Because we all use body language to communicate. That's what we do.
and 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 doing the assessment. The most important part of online learning for students as well as the teachers, and it causes stress to students at times. So whenever there are assignments or projects, teachers might face a lot of questions from the students as, as less communication between students and teachers. And the expectations of the students and the performance also differs with this online learning. And the learning management system, the assignments, the assessments, problems with the understanding of the level of difficulty in terms of the course content among students, to get better education when they're actually sitting in the classroom and the teachers teaching the lessons. And with the expressions in the body language, whereas you're not gonna get that on online learning. So to the teachers out there, they have to be appreciated for the challenges that they have to face and for the parents and for the kids. Today here in Ontario, Canada, the, the kids will not be returning to in-class learning until the fall time. Other provinces in this country of Canada, they are in class learning. But here in Ontario, it's the largest province of all Canada with 16 million people. We have 37 million people in Canada. We had the highest cases in COVID-19 here in the province of Ontario. Three stay-at-home orders and lockdowns during this pandemic and just coming out of the third wave and doing a three-stage reopening plan and the schools are not included. So hopefully here across Canada, here in the province of Ontario, as we start to move forward and hopefully that we do not face another stay at home order and lockdowns and business closures and keeping students out of the classroom. So it is imperative for all of us to be safe out there and get vaccinated. In the last couple of months, our numbers here in Ontario dropped from 5,000 cases a day and we're seeing under 500 per day because the needles are going in the arms. 
single doses well, 10 million people here in the province of Ontario has received their first dose. 20%, maybe just over a million, have seen their second doses. And hopefully by the end of this summer, not only the province of Ontario, but the, the, the country of Canada, will be over 75% vaccinated. And the economy can open wide open. Tourism between the United States and Canada, the land border that has been shuttered, closed only for essential reasons since March, 2020. And that all kids, whether grade school, high school, college, and universities, will be able to go back to full in-class learning starting in September. So I want to thank you for joining me this evening. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Doing a live show... Outdoors, poolside. Thank you for joining me. Take care and be safe out there. And you can join me. I usually have a show Saturday morning, but I'm going to have a show in the evening at 10 p.m. because it gives me time to gather up all my belongings and go back to London, Ontario and do my show from home. So join me tomorrow night at 10 p.m. on the Truckers Podcast. And you can find the Truckers Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thank you, and take care.